All right, so we want to come back uh, to continue what we're looking at in Second Samuel. What's the purpose of this? Well, I guess we have to go back to say what's God's purpose. And uh, God's purpose is very simple. It's summed up in a very simple thing. If only we knew how much he loved us. It would kind of, I don't know, put things in place. If only we could comprehend something of his heart towards us. That's really what it comes down to. That's his purpose. He loves us and he wants the best for us. Uh, he's got a good plan for us. He doesn't leave that to chance. He orders all things after the counsel of his own will. And God just loves you. Yeah. And if, if we could grow in the comprehension of that, it would be really very, very significant. Um, but then, what, part of what God does is he causes us to love one another. And we want to serve one another because that's one of the most significant ways in which we demonstrate and express God's love. And when we come into this stuff, I was just thinking earlier on, what do I want? Uh, I want you to enjoy something more of what God's got. You know, we, we try to communicate in different ways, and, but we're not really in the entertainment business. Uh, but what we do want is you have an understanding of just what God's got for you. And essentially this morning, as we continue to look at this stuff about what God gives, no one and nothing can take away, and frankly nothing else is worth hanging on to, I want you to understand our heart in this together is that we're, we're here to serve one another, but we're here that in, in touching this stuff to help you into the, into the good stuff that God has got for you. See, frankly, that's what we want. Don't you want that for me? We want that for one another. To really enjoy what God's got. And, and not to kind of find, oh, there's this issue and that issue, and as though we're... Now, the only point of that is that we see what God has got instead. So I want us to just open our hearts to him today, all over again, because God's got good stuff. And sometimes in order to get the good stuff, there's some other stuff that has to be faced up with and got out of the way. But our heart together, my heart for you, is that you, you in the same way as God's heart, that you gain the full benefit. So when we're talking about insecurity, it's not to expose things, but it's to bring what God has got in bringing you through to a different place. Because he loves you, and he wants something more for you. He's in the business of you becoming more like him. He's in the business of, the Bible says about growing up into him. So let's, uh, you know, that song that Dave was leading us in, um, there was a line at the end of it uh, about um, because of who he is, we let the walls come down. What's that? How's the words, Dave, again in that? Again? Yeah, before such love, before such grace, I will let the walls come down. 
I, c I can be real. I don't have to put up a, a pretense. Uh, I'm in a safe place. Safe place. Place where I can be real. I can let, you know the walls, the, the kind of, um, what we would kind of present as ourselves or the image or uh, how we would try to cover up. You know, that, we don't need that with God. In fact, actually it gets in the way. God prefers reality. Uh, he, he can cope with, with the mess that we can be at times because he's a big God. You know? uh, but his route through for us is before such love and before such grace, I can let the walls come down. So can we make this a time where God is with us, he wants the best for us, this stuff is basically to help us in that. But, you know, there's a place where only we can choose if we're going to be real and let God the Holy Spirit have his way amongst us. It's a safe place. You agree with that, maybe? Yeah? Okay, let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this safe place. We thank you for your heart. We thank you that you're not interested in just downloading some information, but you're here for our change, for our development. And that's why, Lord, we recognize you've released your mighty power, and we thank you for that. We ask you, Lord, to help us now to uh, avail ourselves of this good stuff in the name which is above every name. Oh, how we long to see that development, how we long to see you moving into that place that God has, has uh, got for you, moving up and moving forward. And uh, if we long for that, how much more does God long for that? Hmm? Yeah. You need to help me. That person sitting next to you needs a little reminder that God loves them and likes them. Could you try and do that for me? See, here's the truth. Here's the truth. Did I say God will love you and like you when you've changed in this or developed in that or stopped doing that? I didn't. And if I had have done that, I would have been telling you something that wasn't true. Because it's where you are now. It's this place now. And because he loves you and likes you, he wants you to enjoy all the good things that he's got for you. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we did a summary two Sundays ago now on the um, where we're up to but we kind of just did a summary because there was a lot of stuff there some of you may well have taken to read it um, 2 Samuel 13 uh, to 17 really um, awful story terrible stuff murder rape deception um, lying double dealing and yet if you remember, what we said was we're looking at this because uh, we believe that's what God would have us to look at it, but we're looking for what God is saying. And he uses his word, and don't ask me why, because I'm not God, but he uses his word as a way of communicating with us. It's a very sound and reliable way. So uh, that's what God's chosen. So we come to his word, and we, we need to do this always, not so much that we just learn everything, it's a good idea to read it, but, but so we say, Lord, what are you saying? Uh, so we 
hear God's word, God's message. And as we sought God about this, we found that this issue of um, being secure in what he's given us and that it, nothing can take it away as against trying to hang on to things which really, or take hold of things which he hasn't given us, became very important and very significant. So, in a sense, we could say we're talking about being secure, trusting him, or being insecure, trying to look after things ourselves. And uh, we understand that in that place of rest and peace and trust in God, that God can produce good out of even what is bad. Um, and that's a place of trust and release in him. We also understand that God's protection doesn't mean that we sort of sail through life um, with our head in the clouds and as so I say we're floating several feet off the ground. No, we've still faced life, we still uh, face pain, but as we respond according to what God uh, has empowered us to, um, we can actually see him bring good even out of that. And many of you would be able to say how in some of, some of the most... Um, difficult or unpleasant experiences you met with God in a way that you didn't in more positive ones and that's a strange thing um, and, uh, but it's very very real uh, certainly I would, I would say that for myself and God of course empowers us to live uh, above those things and not be drawn down with them um, that's why he talks about being seated together with him in heavenly places, he's provided a, a particular place for us. Of course, um, in James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4, it says this, Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials. Now, I've heard people say that you should sort of jump up and down, shout hallelujah, and be very excited. To me, that's balmy. It's kind of bonkers. Uh, no, there's a, the, the joy we're talking about there is not happy, happy day. The joy we're talking about is the trust in God. Not only is he going to bring us through, but he's working out his purpose in it at the time. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let your endurance have its perfect result, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. That seems to indicate uh, that part of the process of God uh, is worked out in these things that we'd like to kind of, uh, we'd like to skip them if we could. Um, but skipping them would not actually enable us still to benefit of the process. Uh, of course, the alternative is that um, while we're complaining about uh, the setbacks and disappointments and it's all bad and it's all, you know... There's another side. And actually... Um, almost discover or, or draw on a strength that comes from reaction. Anger. I mean, in a, in a more severe form, bitterness. Uh, you ever met anybody that um, their strength is, is in, a, in a, a bitterness? I mean, it's, it's an horrendous thing to come up against. Uh, I was thinking the other day, in the, the second job I had, I worked with a, a man, um, 
sort of sat opposite him and uh, don't know, never, never really understood, but just came back to me the other day, utterly bitter. Anything that came out of him was, was negative, was bitter. Now, I don't know what his, what his background was or, or anything like that. And I thought, dreadful. And his strength for life was in, was in what he developed. He'd basically taken hold of something and he was gaining the strength from that. I mean, that's an extreme form, but sometimes people gain their strength from anger or... Uh, kind of that sense of injustice or have to make sure that what we're doing is something that God gives us and we're not devise, devise, devising strength from that. I'm always pushed around by life. In essence, it's complaining against God. I can do a better job protecting me than God can. And what's more, I don't think much of God's people you know, always got a focus, or somebody's let them down, or something like that. Uh, 